When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Aria <laughs> talking to me. Still no intro solidified for this show. The closest solidification we have to it is you saying every week that we do not have an intro. <laughs> and saying hello. We should just do cold opens. Just oh, start midway idea. through the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that now. Let's just pretend that we're having a conversation that okay. we've already, that we're mid-conversation. And that's how I got it out of my butthole. That's how you've always got to do that joke. There's <laughs> something embarrassing out of context. <laughs> yeah, but really set up. That it's going to happen, probably. And yell it. And yell it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, hey, we're here to talk about Game of Thrones. Um, we just love Game of Thrones, and we want to talk about it every week, and we will not be held back from it. So we're here to talk about uh, episode four of season three. What's it called, Knox? Uh, and now his watch has ended, I believe. I think that sounds correct. Yes. Um, boy, howdy. Following on from a big... Big uh, conclusion from the previous episode. Uh, I would say after maybe Ned getting dead was the biggest shock I had uh, experienced from the show. Uh, I reckon when Tyrion got slashed. Oh yeah, that was I. I definitely <sighs> first time watching that. I was like, oh shit. See, I didn't think that Tyrion was going to die. Right. I never did. I might have even missed that you were supposed to think that. So right. Um. Uh, I guess I'm just better than you, <laughs> basically, or, or or not. <laughs> I I I'm gonna say genuinely, I wasn't paying close enough attention the first time I watched it to think that Tyrion was gonna die. It was when heaps of blood came out of his face. Right, it looked fucked. But uh, yeah, it's definitely like uh, the the Jamie Hand chop is uh, a big moment. Jamie Hand chop. Do 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 do. Don't know what that song's about. <laughs> what? Oh, I like candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. That doesn't fit at all. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, like it has the same number of syllables. Sure, <laughs> but you can't just do this. Mate. Jamie Hand Chop. What is that? Australians <laughs> all. That. Yeah, you see, that's how your one sounded to Jay- me. <laughs> no, Jamie Hand Chop is perfectly normal. Uh, Jamie Hand Chop. For our lives to be okay. over, I want to know right now, how will I be without my sword hand? Yeah. Now that's it's Jamie, perfect. That's, that's what Jamie's thinking. And he's thinking, I'll be nothing. Because well, he's, he's real depressed about it. He, he is, because it, it, it was the big moment at the end of the episode, and you open up this episode on Jamie's cut-off hand that's hung around his neck, and yes. it's real gross. Yeah. And yeah, he's looking it's, real sick. It's adding insult to injury. Uh, what does that phrase mean? Not sure. I think it's a metaphor. He metaphor I barely know her for. <laughs> uh, 
and they're yeah, all those like creeps who are who chopped his hand off. Like, do you reckon we could shove his hand up his ass? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I don't know, boys. Maybe we should try it out. Yeah. And they're tri- and he he falls right the fuck off his horse. Yeah, Brienne's like, he's going to fall off his horse and probably suffocate in the mud. And, and like, everyone's eh. like, who gives yeah, who half f- a fuck about Jamie? Yeah, yeah. And he does fall in the mud. And he is drowning in mud. <laughs> but uh, he manages to get himself up, his, uh, up off his sorry ass. <laughs> yes. And yank a sword. Yeah. And he has, like, sort of a half fight him off with his left hand, with his bad hand. Yeah. Brienne jumps off a horse and tries to help, but they basically get him and they're like, hey... Fucking, <laughs> if you do that again, yeah. the other hand's coming off. Mm, mm. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It'd be Maybe. nice to be symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really does seem like he's just given up. Like, everything's fucked. How could he have a life now that he's got no sword hand? He's, that defined him. Like, yeah. it's, it's really spelt out. It, well, not spelt out. It's That is portrayed in this first scene. He's lost his fucking douchey cockiness, mm, mm. and he is a man who's been beaten down. Yeah. And maybe he deserved some of it. He deserved arguably all of it. Yeah, like yeah. he's paralyzed a boy, yep. losing your hand as a man, probably even Stevens. Totally, yeah. Uh, speaking of the man he pushed, uh, the boy he pushed. Yes. Brand's having another one of his boring fucking dreams. Oh, boy. It, look, honest, these dreams <laughs> and Bran in general... Who gives a fuck, Bran? Totally, totally. This, like, sure, like, him getting paralysed and him having to deal with shit and, like, that segment of the show where he was having to be the Lord of Winterfell with with yeah. the, with, Fry, with Friar Tuck, with <laughs> Paul Kelly, yeah, yeah. was interesting. But this is not the turn that that story needed to take to keep me interested. No, because he's with these, you know, two kind of out of nowhere new friends who are like, oh, our dad is this guy who we've not met. <laughs> sure. But he knew your dad and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we get along. And and, and also I think the the less, the less least interesting portrayal of magic powers yeah. in like a fantasy setting. They're like, like, we're both magic yeah. and it means that if we close our eyes, sometimes we can imagine things Yeah, yeah. at this stage. So uh, whatever, he's having a dumb dream with the crows again. <laughs> yep. And then Catelyn's like, hey, don't climb and pushes him. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that's all that happens. Fuck off, Bran. Yeah, it doesn't even <laughs> seem to mean anything. Like, what's the allegory? Like, what what does that mean? Because like, Catelyn didn't push him away. Like, it's not you know a yeah an emotional metaphor. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. I don't really get it either. Yeah. Because uh, then the other dreams have been literal, right? That that uh, is it. Jojen, who's the mm-hmm. guy who's met, has yep. been like that dream you were having where you were your wolf. That was literally happening. Yes, yes. You have the ability to see through animals' eyes or some shit. And so this one is just a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- there's nothing more boring than someone else's dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so then we go over to King's Landing, the interesting part of yep. the entire world. Yes. And Varys is there, one of the interesting characters. Agreed. And he's pottering about with some boxes. Pottering and boxes, two of the most interesting things you can do. <laughs> oh, this is this is a good scene. Yeah, this is a great scene. This this is one of my favourite scenes of the whole show. So Tyrion comes in and he's like, "That fucking sister of mine, she tried to stab the shit out of me. Yeah, how am I going to get her back?" And Varys is like. Did I ever tell you about how I lost my dick? <laughs> it's it, that is no exaggeration. That is really what, and it's but it's like he, you know, he is trying to get this box open. He's kind of focused on it, and he doesn't really pick up on what Tyrion says. He's just like, 
Look, oh, I want to like, tell you a, a story. Bad, is this a bad time? And he's like, no, actually, mm. this is the perfect time. Because mm. at the end of this, mm. I'm going to really be able to drive my point home. Yes. Yeah, true. So, yeah, he, he tells him about how he was part of a, 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 a roaming troupe of actors that would perform around the countryside. He was a, a young boy. Like, I'm getting, like, you know, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, it, yeah, I'm like that's young. Yeah, well, not, he's not like you know an he's not adolescent, four. and he's not a he's not four. Yes. No, but he, he I, I was getting like ten, eleven. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know why I've had it funny that in your head you're like, I better put a number on this because <laughs> I'm talking about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so he was a young, like a young, a, a kid. Yeah, and was bought from the the master of the the acting troupe by this sorcerer guy. And he was like, oh, is this sorcerer guy going to like, you know, I've heard these guys like, like little kids. Yeah. But it was worse than just that. He chopped his dick off for a spell. Uh, he was paralyzed, but he could still feel pain. Yeah. While it probably happened. the worst. Oh, that is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Being operated on. Yes. And not being able oh, to absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather not have surgery and live with something than have surgery. Oh, I'd rather have the surgery. Okay. But it, okay. Would, it would hurt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know you have to be awake if you have brain surgery? Yes, I did know certain that. Certain types of it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those videos of, like, they have the little... You know, you know how dogs have the little funnels around their heads? Kind of. It's like you move that up to the skull. Yeah, they have just like a little blanket over mm. it almost with mm. a little square for where they're taking the brain out. Yeah. And they get them keep talking so that like if they go like, yeah, well, the other day I was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know they've cut the wrong part of the brain. That's right. And it then like... Control Z. They, they press in on the bit that makes them tell the truth and then they ask them all these <laughs> <laughs> little questions about... Um, Yes, but yeah, anyway, uh, Varys got his dick and balls cut off. <laughs> Pushing bit of the brain, going, stop hitting yourself! <laughs> and the arms bashing them in the chest. <laughs> I think that's why I would get into brain surgery. Um, but yeah, uh, Varys tells that story. He, he heard a voice from the fire, and it, like, it's why he fucking hates magic. Yes, that's right. So the sorcerer used, like, chucked his bits in the fire, and yes, a, yeah. a demonic voice came out of the fire. He's and like, I'm not sure if it was a god, I don't know if it was a demon, or what the fuck. Yes. So the more and more the show goes on, we're like, oh, okay, there are gods or whatever. Mm. This I, shit that they believe in is true, some of it. But somewhere. then also, because yeah, like, Tyrion seems sceptical that that is real, as, and I get the feeling that we are supposed to sort of feel sceptical that it was real, yeah, sort of within know. the world, but... Varys doesn't seem to be the person who would open up about a story like this and then lie on top of it. Exactly. Um... Uh, and then he says, like, I wanted to get revenge. Like, you want to get revenge against Cersei, but have some patience. Yeah, you asked me for advice about how to get revenge. And my advice is, in 30 years, chuck her in a box. <laughs> yes. And then there's this fucking sorcerer in this box. Yeah, that he's got shipped over from some other country. His Man. mouth is sewn shut, it looks like. Dude, fucking Amazon. Oh, they can do it deliver anywhere. So you can buy anything. Those drones, they go. You can buy anything on Amazon <laughs> these days. Um, but yes, it. Uh, I thought it was a really, really cool moment. Yeah, I really liked it. I like this scene. It it demonstrates. Well, it it paints a picture of who Varys is because of who he was and what's happened to him, and also a picture of what he is capable of doing now. Totally. Um, yeah. He's, he he actually is a powerful guy with a large network of spies. Him and Littlefinger in both in this episode, like him mm. through his action 
and then Littlefinger through Varys's opinion of Littlefinger, you get this idea that both of them are like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, the the wizard's there. He's in the box, mm-hmm. uh, and then we go up north to a much grimmer big box. Yes, that Craster's house. <laughs> yes, the house box. Fucking Craster sucks. He's gross and awful. Um, but what happens in this scene, Knox? So he uh, Sam is talking to Gilly. Yep, and he's being such a. Fucking idiot! Because he comes in and he's like, "Oh, he's a cute little boy." (laughs) Yeah, and then she's like, "Shut the fuck up! I'm not meant to have a kid. Mm. What's wrong with you?" Yeah, luckily no one's looked in this shed (laughs) where there's a crying baby. Where there's a crying baby here, yeah, and a screaming idiot. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, just shut the fuck up, please. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'll whisper a slight bit quieter." Yeah, you fucking dick. And then she's like, uh, here, take your dumbass fucking thing you left with me back. And he's like, yeah. Gilly, it's a thimble. I gave oh, it to you. you. And she's like, I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. You fucking weird. Get out well, of here. She says, like, all I care about is my baby yeah. being safe. I don't have time for you. I've got time to look after my baby mm. because he does not have heaps of time. Yes. Because of him being a male baby here, you dickhead. Which I think is expressed well. Like, I don't know much about this actor. She's, I think, in Skins. Yes, But just in this, this little scene, you get the picture of, like, she feels really trapped. All she cares about is saving this baby's life. But fucking hell if she doesn't have any options. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that her... I've always thought her part in this plotline is is fine. Yeah, I've always just hated Sam. Uh, Sam just fucking—he's such a—he's so annoying. And then he just hangs around for slightly too long. Yep, hovers like he wants to say something else. Just fucking spit it out, Sam. <laughs> anyway, the Night's Watch are all shoveling shit. Meanwhile, going mm-hmm. like, no one ever told me there'd be so much shit shoveling. <laughs> yes, it's like well. You live in medieval times. Yeah. So surely you've shoveled a lot of shit anyway. That's right. You probably spent your life before being in the Night's Watch just shoveling shit. Yeah. Unless, you know, your job wasn't shit shoveler. Right, like a John, a John Snow type, maybe. Or maybe some kind of John Snow type. Or what, one of those rapers who just did a lot. Well, so there's still some of them around here, mm, and mm. they will come up later. Ah, uh, Yes, they will. But, uh, yeah, Craster and is still being a creep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still kind of helping him out, but, like... Because we kind of have to. They evidently have injured Night's Watch people. Yeah. And that's why they're still hanging around there. Because they need to wait for them to get strong enough to make the trip back to the wall. That's it. It seems like uh, they could probably just make the trek if they all just, you know, went for it. But yeah, they're, they're not going to leave anyone behind. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just kind of reminds you like, hey, these, these fuckheads are here at the creep's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he is a creep and they don't like oh, him. Oh, God, he sucks. He's the worst. Uh, so back King's Landing. Yep. Uh, we're getting more about Pod being fucking sick in bed. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Roz and Varys are talking, and he's like, now, hold on a minute. What the? What did he do? And Roz is like, they couldn't explain. He was just real good. Now, it's because I, I always had the impression that he had a huge dick. But I think normal at the start dick. of this scene, yeah. yeah. He's like, was it particularly large? And she's like, eh, normal size. Just, just, just fine dick. Yeah. It's like, what did he do then? Yeah. And they... I want them to tell me. Yes. Yeah. Because it, 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 it... It'd be helpful. It's just at the point where, like... Because it's just like, oh, I guess he's just... 
what does it bend up a little bit? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what's up? Did, or is it like he invented the sixty nine? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Which would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, the idea of someone like with bubbling test tubes <laughs> yes. in front of them, pouring it all through, oh, <laughs> trying to invent the 69, <laughs> running through the streets, screaming Eureka into someone's vagina, <laughs> <laughs> who is held upside It'd be down like, against you. Like, you know those, those like wooden posable, um, little statues that artists have? Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's got two on the shelf and he knocks them on the ground. <laughs> they just happen to fall. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That was like that game, Past the Pigs. Past the Pigs? It was just you get two pigs and you roll them like dice, whatever <laughs> position they end up, and you get points. And the best one was one on top of the other, and it was called Macon Bacon. Very good. And there was a 69 one as well. Excellent. Anyway, Pod's still good at fucking, and then they yep. both go like, anyway, <laughs> yeah. like splash water in their faces. Yeah, anyway, what's Littlefinger doing? So, yeah, Varys is getting some more information on uh, on Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... The fucking recap I'm reading is just trying to make heaps of worse sex jokes than we just did. Oh. Too bad, this article. <laughs> yeah, I'll read you what it says. Maybe Padre can introduce more advanced positions to the Seven Kingdoms. Okay. And instead of going for a simple, classic 69, yes. a nice cheeseburger that mm. everyone can enjoy of a yes. joke, Yes. they've gone such as the Frog Leap or Asian Cowgirl. I think or- that's... Not is that okay. not just cowgirl? <laughs> or folded deck chair, or the golden gate, or the jellyfish, or the reverse Amazon? People who think... Surely el- not the triple Lindy, though. The people who think elaborately named sex positions are funny are the worst people. Oh, dude. They can suck a dick in the style of the Thompson's tuba. Oh, very funny. The Steamboat Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, people always say Cleveland Steamer. Yeah, like that's the rusty trombone. On someone's chest, right? Yeah, yeah. They're all not anyway. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. The only real sex positions are missionary or awkward. <laughs> <laughs> or I hurt my back. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Ruz is telling Varus about Littlefinger's got two feather beds. Yeah, he's going away, and he's gotten pretty close to Sansa, right? So, yeah, yeah. Put two and two together, and you got. Sansa going over over the ocean, yeah, with Littlefinger. So uh, then we're at, we're over at the Sept of Baylor. Okay, after this, which I believe we've only seen a couple of times mm-hmm. at this point. This big Sept, like, is that where John Aaron's body was? I think John Aaron's body was in there. Yeah, and I think we've seen it one other time. I guess at like a wedding or something. I can't remember. Right, right. I right, feel right. like there's been one other occasion. Maybe that's where that's. It was like the steps of Baylor or something when Ned was executed at the front. Oh, the statue. Yeah, statue of Baylor was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So it must be the same place. Must be, yeah. Anyway, Joffrey is going through here with Marjorie mm-hmm. and like looking down this grate, going like, inside there, some fucking gross shit happened to someone who was burned or whatever. Yeah. And Marjorie's like, oh, that's amazing. That sounds delightful, Joffrey. And he runs <laughs> off and just for a second, her face is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck, she's doing a good job of yeah. being exactly the type of woman uh, Joffrey wants. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, her and Joffrey kind of getting around this Sept of Baylor, pointing out all the places the murders have happened. <laughs> yep. And Lady Olena and Cersei are wandering through as well. Yes. Olena as well, smartest person in the show. Yeah, yeah. And, like, terrifying. Yes. Because of that. She, like, will cut someone apart in yep. a second with, with 
and we, it's we've, nice. We've mentioned how she's the gender reversed uh, Tywin. Yeah, yeah. But but I think she seems smarter than Tywin, probably because she's like had to become smarter because yeah. of her status as a woman in this world, and she can so quickly and devastatingly use it. On people, yeah, just like her, her and Cersei. Cersei is completely on the back foot here. Yes, with like not in a massive way with Olena at the moment. And what what I've got so far is that Olena is also maybe not as careful enough mm. with how she demonstrates to people that she is intelligent. Because I, I I'd, I'd have to say within the Game of Thrones world, the most intelligent person is the person who doesn't immediately. Betray the fact that they are so smart. Totally, seemingly the viruses and the little fingers and whatever. yes, because yeah. she is basically rubbing Cersei's nose in how smart she is. Especially when Cersei fucking hates her granddaughter. Yes, because Marjorie's here and Marjorie is completely beating Cersei at this. You know, Joffrey, Joffrey off that they're having a Joffrey off. <laughs> yes, and Marjorie's like. Oh, let's go outside and talk to everyone. And Joffrey's like, yeah, they hate (laughs) people. They threw shit at me last time. Mm. And she's like, no, don't worry. I'm here. Because you can hear like, Marjorie, Queen Marjorie, Marjorie. And a few Joffreys, but But mostly Marjorie. She's like, they adore you. You led the fucking charge at Blackwater Bay. They love you. Come out with me. They walk out. She like looks over her shoulder at Cersei, I think, because Cersei's like, "No, don't go out there. Yeah. No, do my thing and don't go out in the sun, Joffrey. You'll Joffrey, get burned." No. <laughs> and they go out, and people are like, "Hooray!" And Joffrey seems to love it. Yes, and she Marjorie turns to him and then says, "Like, the more you oh, fuck, it's I forget what the line is, but it's something like, the more you." Love them, the more they'll love you back. Something, oh, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, she's she is accurately and successfully showing him like if you at least pretend to be nice to the people, they'll be nice to you back. Yeah. So Cersei on the back foot, which will happen again later this episode, mm-hmm. in the episode where she's on her back foot. Yeah, yeah. She's walking backwards. So this is the sewer thing I was talking about yesterday, uh, last week. <laughs> it literally wasn't yesterday at the time of recording this even, but last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember how I said I remember them coming out of a sewer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Theon yeah. and the fucking saviour boy. Yeah, yeah, sweep, sweepsman. Sweepsman are going into a sewer. <laughs> yes, yes. So they're, they're getting out of there. They're looking for Theon's sister. Yeah. And uh, Theon's like really opening up to Sweepsman, going yeah. like, "Oh God, I fucked everything. Yeah. I suck. Why have I f- fucking wrecked it? Ned was my real dad. Yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. Hates me. Blah that, blah blah." That was, I think, the key thing from that scene is like he, and it was well written and delivered. You know, he's like, "I I did this to impress my father, but my father died. You know, three yeah. months ago at, at the Scepter Baylor when he got his head cut off. Yeah, um, I thought that was that was nicely done. So it's. You know, good for him, but also still fuck Theon. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and yeah. So you- Sweepsman's taking him to meet Yara. Yeah, taking him to like Deepwood Mott or something. Yeah. Which is like, I guess, halfway, you know, to I the I think that was the coastal town. Yeah. That they were going to pillage originally. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he brings him into this room and there's the big fucking crucifix thing that he was tied to before. Yeah. And Sweepsman's like, I found him. Yeah. He killed everyone <laughs> that I killed. Yes. Put him back up where he belongs. Yeah. And he gets a real creepy grin. Mm-hmm. And Theon's fucked again. Yeah. I don't like it. Dude, this <laughs> Sweepsman 
He's a tricky. He seems like a man. little trickster. He swept a couple of lies under the rug. <laughs> he yeah. certainly did. Uh, but yeah, Theon's fucked again. Yeah, which as much as I don't like Theon, I reckon this is actually a really good thing that the show and the books, I guess, have done is make you feel pity for Theon at that point when he's confessing. Yeah, and then immediately throw him into a situation that is more horrible than you could have thought up yourself. And he's been he's been pitiable the whole time. That, yeah, like he's just so fucking. He was so cajoled by all the other Ironborn. Yep people that he just kind of did all this shit he didn't really want to do. Sure, sure, but yeah, I guess like if you do... But he's been a little fucked. Yeah, if you do shitty stuff to impress other people, yeah, it's still shitty. Maybe more so. So then back over the camp with Jamie and Brienne. Yep. Uh, Jamie's not eating. He's like, no, I want to die. Yeah. I can't use my sword, so I'm nothing. And Brienne's like, hey, you fucking coward. Yeah. And she's right. I Yeah, I really liked this from her. Yeah, She's like, you get the first sense of loss that normal people face every single fucking day and you immediately shut down. Mm. You're a little piss boy. <laughs> You're yeah. nothing to me. Yeah. And eventually he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that does suck. Yeah. She's like, hey, by the way, Why'd you tell him that sapphire shit? It's just because the water's blue. Mm, mm. What are you? What are you trying to help is that, me for? Yeah. What is what? Is that the first night? Yeah. She says, "What are you trying to help me for? Why'd you try to help me? Not are you being nice to me? Yeah. <laughs> you exactly. know, like what? What angle are you playing? He's always been a very, very selfish fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless he, well, like, yeah, I, like his sister is really the only person he's ever put himself out for. Yes. And put out for. Oh yes. <laughs> King's Landing. King's Landia. King's London. <laughs> if this was a worse show, it would be called King's Landia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Cersei is sitting there waiting for Tywin to write, which is his, like, move. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did that with Tyrion, too, just writing all this stuff. Probably just writing, like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I am the very model of a modern <laughs> major general, or whatever. Yeah. She's like, ahem. He goes, what? Yeah. She's like, hey, what about, uh... What about you let me be the heir? Mm. She gives that whole speech, mm. which I believe Tyrion gave some version of too. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, listen, you idiot. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're not as smart as you think you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Because I guess before that, she's like, what are you doing to find Jamie? And he's like, everything I can. I looked for Tyrion mm. and I hate that little grub. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I'm looking for Jamie. Yeah. But then, yeah, he just kind of tells her, You're not as smart as you think you are. Like, you need to fucking stop. It's not that I don't trust you because you're a woman. Yeah. I don't trust you because you will fuck up. Yes. Yeah. And, like, you know, Tywin, he's harsh, but he's fair. He's generally fair. Yeah. Or, I mean, except with Tyrion, because being, you know, biased against someone because they're a midget is, well, yeah. is not fair. No, he, true. He's a good judge of character with everyone other than Tyrion, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Tyrion, he's just had some fucking shit against. Well, him. I mean, the whole thing of Tyrion, the mum dying during childbirth. Yeah. If Tyrion was a a, a regular-sized person, probably Tywin still would be He'd fucked up about him. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Cersei has a good line here of saying, uh, so tell me about your legacy you love so much more than your actual children or something mm. like that. And that is also very good. Yes, because if if that is, I mean, and I guess that ties into his hatred of Tyrion, like his his obsession with family and legacy and appearance. 
you know, because he talks also a lot about the perception of the Lannisters and yeah. stuff like that. And maybe being obsessed with that is not good. Could be a flaw. Yep. Well, and so she's like, this Marjorie fucking dickhead is <laughs> yeah. trying to manipulate Joffrey. And she and Tywin's just like, finally. <laughs> Finally, some fucking person can get him under their thumb. Yeah. Because you haven't done it. You've mm. had him fucking running around this place like he owns it. And now he does. Yes. And it's fucked. Yep. And I welcome the idea that someone is here to fucking look after him. Yeah. Which is, is uh, just going to, you know, really put put water on the flames of that uh, rivalry. Surely he's going to just douse it entirely and certainly not stoke them. Yeah. Again, uh, <laughs> the person writing this... There was a Reddit thread last week urging J.J. Uh, Abrams to consider Charles Dance for a Star Wars villain role. I upvoted it. Oh, my God. Whoever's writing this... This podcast is now a shit-talking podcast. <laughs> whoever's <laughs> written those recaps. So, uh, yeah, Lady Elena and Varys are having a little bit of a chat after Man, this. a lot of good one-on-ones in this, uh, yeah. this episode. They have a, a good old-fashioned walk and talk. Yes. After uh, a... Believe was that in the last episode? That was this episode where Lady Elena's like, "Fucking roses! You knit me roses again." I think it's at the start of this scene, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, "I fucking shit into a toilet bowl with roses." (laughs) She didn't knit her a rose. She She like sequined her whatever, embroidered, embroidered. Yes, she talks about all the families, uh, the houses, emblems like the wolves and lions and winter is coming. Fucking what a thing! Ours is like growing stronger. stronger. Yeah, what are we? A fucking independent school? (laughs) Get out of here! Yeah. Fuck. The Golden Rose. Yeah, it is, it's weak. Again, I really like Elena. Yep. But yeah, so Varys comes up and Elena's like, oh, now you're here, Mr. Yeah. Clever Boy. Prove <laughs> you're so clever, Clever Boy. And he's yeah. like, oh, I guess you don't want to hear about the cool thing I've got. She's like, ah, very clever. <laughs> reverse psychology. <laughs> he invented reverse psychology as well. Uh, so they have a little walk and talk around the gardens. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, Varys is basically coming to her for help with Sansa. Yes. Being like, hey, you like Sansa, right? And she's, she's like, like um, I saw her once. Doesn't mean I like her. Yeah, she goes, uh, I, I took an interest in her. Mm. And Varys is like, yeah, because she's so interesting. And Elena's like, yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She is not interesting at all. Yeah. But uh, what? What do you want? And he's like, Littlefinger's going to try and take her to the Eyrie. He's going to marry her. He's going to be... Basically, the the king of the north through that way. He's he's one of the most dangerous men around. Mm-hmm. He would uh, burn down the whole country if he, if could, he could be, be king, king of, of the ashes. ashes. Good line, real Dude, good line, Varys. It which yeah, maybe we'll talk about that uh, in in the sealed section. But I have something to say about that. Cool. Anyway, Varys practiced that in the mirror, <laughs> uh, and they yeah, basically. Decide to each other, like, yeah, all right. All right, we're on the same page here. I guess here. we like each other here. Yeah. We're, we're working towards the same things. Because Marjorie is going up to Sansa. Yeah. Obviously has been tipped off by Elena here. Yes, yes. And going up to Sansa being like, hey, want to be pals? Yeah. Marjorie would have been a fucking high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. God. She goes, totally. up, she's like, we should be friends. I don't know. Back yeah. In, uh, and-, and then she'd read your diary out to <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the other. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she goes like, 
I'm marrying Joffrey. How about if you marry Loras? We'll be sisters. You can live in a high garden. You'll be like a princess again, kind of. Yeah, because Marjorie and Sansa seem to have the understanding, and I guess they have spoken about it, that, yeah, Joffrey's a dickhead. He's a cunt. Marjorie's just doing it for power and because she kind of has to. Yeah. Um, but she's... Uh, yeah, said basically said to Sansa, like, you could get away from Joffrey. You can have a comfortable life like yeah. you wanted. You can do all that shit you wanted. Mm, mm. And uh, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Yes. She plays some little prank on her as well. I can't remember what it was. <sighs> She's like, oh, I got like, <laughs> I got like fucked skin falling off the oh, seas. Yeah. And Sansa's like, oh my God, that sounds awful. She's like, it's not real. No, no, yeah, it was her friend. She like pranked yeah. a friend and the friend got fucked skin disease and her face fell off. What a fun prank. A really good prank. She pulls on Sansa. So at this point, we're sort of starting to see the world being divided a little bit into, like, good and evil, in a way. Okay. So you see, like, Varys uh, and Tyrion. Yep. And Roz. And kind of Sansa. Olenna o- and, and Marjorie and, yes. in the middle of the edge of that somewhere i'd say just like from this the, the these scenes yeah olena seems to be in that in that around there marjorie as well probably yeah all her actions all her actions uh you know indicate that um and then yeah you've got your cersei's your tywins your joffreys basically the lannisters yep jamie still pretty much yep yeah crashed he's, like he's this been like torn down but- yeah for yep. for a world which was sort of a bit grey, it seems that we're starting to see at least the world be divided into yeah, good and evil almost, which is very simplistic. But yeah, I, I reckon that's fair. Yeah, I mean it definitely applies over on the other continent mm. with Daenerys and the, and the slave traders. It's yes. like, well, actually, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, sure. So we go back up to Craster's Keep first, mm-hmm. and uh, they're having to have a little funeral for one of their guys who died. Yep. And it's kind of shitty because he's like, where was he from again? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, like near what, White Harbor, what, I think. Yeah, yes. It's like, okay, he's from White Harbor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ron, 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 Rondo from White Harbor. We'll never see anyone like him again. <laughs> Man, what a great guy. Yeah. And they're like, I'm hungry enough that this burning corpse smells delicious. Yeah. So, obviously, tensions are quite high there. Yeah. They're going like, "Where's the, surely there's food around some here. Where's he hiding the food? Yeah. Got to be food. I'm so hungry. So, uh, Crass is, like, eating this big fucking leg of meat. Mm. He's there's the food. Fine. Yeah. And a bit of a kerfuffle kicks up. <laughs> you could say that. This, this fucking dude, this real, like, Little skeezy looking. Weasley Gollum looking motherfucker. He comes up, he's like, hey... Where's the rest of the food, dickhead? Yeah. His skin looks like, like wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like a lizard man. He looks treasonous. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he and does. And he comes in and he's like, I want to know where you're getting them legs from. Yeah. And Crass is like, it's none of your business. This is my fucking shithole. Yeah. I'm going to live here how I want. You fuck off. And he's like, I'm not going to fuck anywhere. Say hello to my little friend, Knifey Boy. This is Knifeson. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you're going to try and cut me with the knife? <laughs> I need my food to feed my women. He's yeah. like, so you admit you've got food. Ah, we're getting somewhere now. <laughs> and anyway, shit kicks off. Shit really kicks off. So yeah. what happens? This guy... This creepy guy like has a bit of a fight with Craster. Yeah, first I think so, and then the Lord Commander steps in and he's like, "Hey, mm. calm the fuck down." Because it's creepy guy, and then Raper Man is there as well. Raper Man stabs 
Lord Commander yeah. Mormon in the back. Yeah. Like, very quickly. Very, very quickly, He wanted yeah. to do that for a while, clearly. S- seemed that way, yeah. And Which, what a coward. Like, yeah, Mormon's like an older dude, but if you fought him, he would have killed you. Dude, like, he- I'm starting to think rape a guy might not be any good. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he, like, Mormon, like, Pins him up against the wall straight away, choking him out. Yeah, yeah. But he starts stabbing him and shit more or whatever. Uh, he just starts to bleed to death. Yeah. yeah. So, but then, yeah, shit's kicking off everywhere. Some, uh, the, I think Reptile Man stabs Craster through the fucking jaw up into the brain. He might be right. I can't remember. I think Craster dies, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. Good. And then, yeah, there's fighting breaking out everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Sam. He runs straight the fuck off. He goes to Gillen. He's like, we have to leave immediately. And she's like... Oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. This sounds fucked. Yeah. So they run off into the deep, dark woods where nothing dangerous ever happens. Absolutely. And then a uh, fucking dickhead raper guy, who I like less than the other guy. <laughs> the other yeah. guy who started the fight was at least just like, look, I'm fucking hungry. He had some character to him as yeah. well. Like, yeah. But that guy has just been a piece of shit from day one. Yeah. Of course he... Anyway, he's like... <laughs> Run off, little piggy. I'm going to gut you. Oh, yeah. One of these nights, you're fucked. <laughs> yep. So they're all gone, and yep, Sam and Gilly are off in the woods somewhere. Look, I baby, we sort of you get the feeling that was always going to happen in this storyline. Like the Craster thing existed to have this sort of boil yeah. over. Yeah. So I guess that that fragment, that sect of the um of, of the North the, story, the what do you call them? <laughs> Night's Watch. The Night's Watch oh. now are kind of in control of that keep. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, we go over to the Brotherhood Without Banners again. Oh, yeah. Those guys. So it's, what is it, Thoros of Mir? And Sir Beric Dondarrion. One yeah, of the best so names in the show. Sir Beric Dondarrion <laughs> shows up here because they take the little things off of their heads because they're like, okay, now that we're here, you don't know where we are and that's good for you. <laughs> now that we're here, you don't know where we are. It's a, my favourite Dr. Seuss rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, they see Beric Dondarrion. So he's the guy who's now played by a different actor. That's why I think I did. I was confused the first time I watched yeah. this. He was sent off by Ned early in season one. Yes. Or like mid-season one. When Ned had been made the hand and the yeah. guy came to him with like the fish and the stories about their villages getting plundered by the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ned was like... Beric Dondarrion, take a bunch of brothers and go out and and fix things. Go get the mountain. Yeah. And now they've caught the hound. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, we're looking for the mountain. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, I'm not my brother. Yeah. Get fucked. They're like, we're looking for the mountain and we hate Cleganes in general. Yeah, the Cleganes were built on like killing kids. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I haven't killed any kids. Yeah. Just being a Clegane, is that a crime? And I was like, you killed that one kid. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Dark. Oh, oh, I forgot one, about that one yeah, kid. Yeah, one kid. Oh. Yeah, he did kill that butcher's boy. And and they were kind of flailing. They're like, what about this other kid? He's like, never killed him. Yeah. And then yeah. Like, Ari pipes up and they're like, oh, okay, thank God. We yes, got you on something. Finally, an eyewitness testimony. Anyway, anyway like, we, you're right. We're not going to murder you. We're going to let the gods decide by trying to murder you, <laughs> and we'll see if we succeed. A classic trial by combat, which we've seen previously in the show. Yep. With Bronn uh, taking out that knight for Tyrion. Yep, that's right, kicking so, him through the moon door. St- an established rule. So they're going to do that again, and it's Beric Dondarrion versus the Hound. Yeah. 
and and the hound looks scared. Yeah, yeah. Because he look, yeah. he goes over to Thoris of Mare and he's like, <laughs> "What are right. you gonna fucking he, swing your dumbass sword at me, you shithead?" He basically goes to every guy in there who <laughs> just isn't Beric Dondarrion and roasts him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, is it, uh, well, what, is it gonna be one of you guys who was in the other guy that yeah. I haven't pointed out yet? The archer boy. What are you gonna? What happens when the bow's not in your hands? Can you use a sword? Yeah, Beric Dondarrion's like, "I'm gonna do it." He's like, "Go." <laughs> So this guy clearly good with a sword. I mean, if mm. if you send him to take out the mountain, mm. he's probably good with a sword. And he's been leading this brotherhood. We sort of find he, he's yeah. he's basically yeah this this rebellion, this underground rebellion. Um, he's been leading it the whole time. And they mention the Lord of Light too. They certainly do. So he's gotten his hooks in them as mm. well. And uh, Beric Dondarrion has an eye patch. He does. And I think Thoris of Mir is referred to as a priest. Yeah, he calls him a priest at some point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're over in Astapor now, which is where uh, Daenerys Daenerys is. Yep. And so Daenerys is uh, still buying these slaves off of the shithead slave owner. Still in negotiations. The, uh, The Unsullied. Yep. And it was for the price of a dragon they'd agreed upon. Mm-hmm. She brings mm-hmm. the dragon along, gives it to him, and then is like, hey, by the way, I speak that fucking language, dickhead. Yeah. It's like my people's language of old, choice. Old Valyria, yep. yeah. Yeah. What mother you, tongue. The mother tongue. Yeah. I know it, shithead. And you're going to die. Yeah. Dragon cooks him. Yep. All the Unsullied, they're hers now. They take out everybody. Yeah, she tells him to kill the Masters. She, yeah, she goes like, hey, kill all the Masters, all the soldiers. Fuck free, this place Free the up. slaves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are free now also. Like, I don't know if she says that straight away. But she, ba- yeah, she, she does. She says like, all right, hey, everyone. So now I'm in control. So basically, you're free. So yeah. you can leave if you want. But if you want to stay with me, you're in my army. And if you're in my army, you're going to free everyone else and kill the Masters. And she's like, so it's your decision. And these guys, literally the first decision they've ever made. Yeah, yes. And one of them starts banging his spear and the rest are like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah. I could get into this. I guess I am used to following from what other people tell me to do. So So whoever that first one was, she owes a lot to that guy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's a genuinely, uh, like, if the first guy had walked away, maybe they all would have walked away. I, I can see that. You know, within the reality of the of the show, definitely that could have happened. That's what happened last time. Yeah, when yeah. She was like, "Hey, you're all like Dothraki, and I'm technically the Khaleesi, but it's your choice." And they were like, "Fucking see ya." Uh, yep. Bye. So, uh, yeah, there's the, a, a big fight, lots of fire. Mm-hmm. She has the Unsullied now on her terms mm-hmm. that they are kind of free. Mm-hmm. There are also soldiers in her army now. But, yep. And like, what she paying them yeah like yeah you're no longer slaves but i'm not gonna pay you and you're gonna be doing the same job and you got nowhere else to go really yeah i'll symbolically throw this golden whip down you'll get to three of you will get to trample it yeah but like not not heaps has changed yes i guess it's yeah like what what's what's going on in their heads it's like well this person has done the closest thing to a nice deed to me. Yeah. I don't know what else I'll do with my life. I've been tortured and, you know, brainwashed and been treated like shit my whole life. Someone gives me a cause, I guess I'll follow the and cause. Look, I know how to fight. Mm. I'll fight mm. for her because yeah. she seems to be on the right path. And, like, her tactics with, you know, that guy, obviously underhanded. Yeah, yeah. But against a fucking crook. Yes, so sure. So, who cares? Yeah, yeah. A very 
contrived shot of the dragon flying along, blowing oh, fire yes. at the walls, and then it cuts to her face and fire going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can see the fucking pyrotechnics guy crouched out of shot, <laughs> yeah. pushing that plunger down or whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's it. They wander off. Bit as of music much, swells. Yeah, as much as we talk that stuff down or, you know, make fun of it, I thought it was really good. Yeah, definitely. I, I thought it was really effective. The music, the the action, the direction of that final sequence really was, you know, um, inspirational in a way. Like, I, I genuinely thought it was effective. Agreed. That, like, you're kind of looking at Daenerys the same way Jorah does, which is, like, sure. big love hot eyes emoji. <laughs> She's going, like, oh, fuck, all right. She actually might be able to live up to what she's talking here. Absolutely. For the first time in the show, I think. Yeah. Uh, when she walks out of the fire and she's like, hey, by the way, I'm fucking magic. That was and pretty cool. Three dragons. That was cool. But this is like it she's, didn't make her a general. Yes, she's demonstrated. Yeah. She's smart. She's able to yeah, like win a battle of wits. Yeah, inspire the people is more the thing because the you're right. The Dothraki wandered off. She's inspired yeah. these people to follow her. Big fucking props to Amelia Clark on her uh, other languages speaking. Yep. in this show too, like her speaking in the Valyrian, like yelling it mm. really effective yes sure yes that's a really good point i never even thought of that the fact that she was talking in a, a language that was subtitled subtitled but portraying the emotions authentically super well yeah. almost better than when she's speaking in english hey <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's the episode that's the episode baby it's a good one yeah i'm into it it's uh i think that that observation about things being put into good and evil is pretty accurate. I, like yeah, maybe Theon yeah. and Sweeper Boy is the most like, oh, shit's changed here. Yes, yes, yeah, but sure. Other than that, but but is- then also, I like I said at the time, like building up Theon's, um, or, or at least portraying Theon's uh, fucking regret. Yeah. Um, and and pity and you know the self pity and it's all that stuff. The pathos, a redemption or whatever. Y- yes, yeah. and and that little Sweeper Boy clearly betraying him. Like, they're at the very least at the opposite ends of their own personal relationship spectrum. Yeah, true. Um, I guess it's only really sort of Jamie who's grey now, but not really even. Not because... really. Like, he's got his hand cut off and that sucks, but... And then yeah. I guess the Northmen who did that, they're a little grey. Sure, because they're on the right team. But they're fucked. But they're, yeah, they're dicks, yeah. Catelyn for shoving Bran out of that tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that was, that was not real. <laughs> yeah, that was grey as in boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that's the end of the episode. First timers, thank you for listening. Let's Maybe let's answer some first timer questions yeah, before we do. A, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, um, I've got them pinned in the inbox. So let me just find the inbox. Good thing you got them pinned because it's so quick and convenient for you to get them right here. It's taking no time at all. All right. So from Ross, Ross says, Hej Pojka. Don't know what language that is. Hope, hope he uh, says. Or her. Polish? Or, yeah, Icelandish or something. Uh, I'm a new podcast listener and a first time Game of Thrones watcher. I started watching about six months ago when I was homesick for a couple of days and decided to see what the fuss was all about. I tried your podcast because I also listened to your other show. Thank you. Uh, I got through the first two seasons pretty quickly, but then they hit a wall in the third when they started introducing a new round of bad guys, like Theon's creepy torture hobbit-looking guy, for example. There are so many bad guys in this show all the time, and they aren't just a little bad either, as we were just saying. They're kind of batshit crazy bad guy level. Do you guys ever get fatigued by the constant evilness in the show? 
Does it ever relent? Well, we won't say that. Uh, or is that just the Game of Thrones brand? Thoughts? Uh, it's definitely the brand. Like, you've got... I mean, a lot of them aren't super effective evil. A lot of them are mm. just really dislikable. Like, yeah. Joffrey, for example, hasn't done heaps. He f- killed Ned. Yes, yes. And other than that... He, he's just a shit dude. He's just a fuckhead. Yeah, you just wouldn't like him in real life. Yeah. Like, Cersei kind of... She tried to kill Tyrion. Yeah. But other than that, she's just kind of a piece of shit as well. Yeah, yeah. Tywin is just kind of trying to do the right thing. Like, I think that's what I like about it, is that mm. these mm. people are so unlikable because they're so real. Yeah, Craster is probably the the one that's just like a real clear cut. Like- Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think he's I got it right. The for- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we forgot to mention, like, he says something like, how many guys you know got 99 kids? <laughs> like, <laughs> Not fucking- many, if any. <laughs> yeah. How many dudes, you know, got the skills to go and spill their jizz like this? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. I don't know anything about morals. So he's absolutely evil in personality and in deed. But you're right, like, the other people are... You can say that they're shitty people, they're they're, they're mean, but they're all acting in their own self-interest, and yeah. they're also... They don't think of themselves as evil people. Uh, like... Yeah, kind of. Or, or they're selfish for the most part. Yeah, There's a lot of selfish yeah. people. Totally. But like, maybe Littlefinger is like, hey, 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 I'm a sneaky little guy. He's a little mustache twizzling. Yes. And like, I think the Mountain, if he'd have had more screen time, sure, he sounds like he's done some fucked shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's and like, kind of not, for no reason. In terms of like the story and what Ross has said, like he's not the villain. No. And I, the the villains, I think the reason they're so villainous in this is because they it their actions ring true to what you could imagine people doing. Yes. Yep. In this situation, so totally. Yeah, I I think that's. But you're right that it can be a fucking harrowing mm. show to watch because yeah. it's just always the very few kind of heroic figures you've got to cling on to, having a shit time of it. Totally. Totally. Um, let's do another. Uh Oh no! Let's let's save the uh, un- other unsealed one for future episodes. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's it for for first timers and non sealedies. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with the next episode. We will be. I don't know if it's worth saying. We'll be recording these all very soon because we're going away and shit. But, same um, episodes though. So. Same episodes. Just get your your emails in ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. Get emails in quick. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll be able to spread them out over over the 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 next uh, the ensuing weeks. But anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. And for everyone else, if you're happy with spoilers, let us dive right in. Here's the seal. The seal. The seal section. Seal section. So we're in the seal section. <laughs> so the thing that I was going to say before is yeah. Varys describes Littlefinger. He says if he he would burn down the world if he could be king of the ashes. Yeah, that is one of the things in the show that builds Littlefinger up to be more of an effective presence than he actually is. Totally, he's he was he's one of the most dangerous men in Westeros and all of that. Yeah, and I, he had the potential to be at some point. And I think Varys has the motivation to really underline that Littlefinger is a guy that other people should try and fuck with. Yeah. Because it helps him. Yeah. It helps Varys. It does. And But, I like, Varys's whole thing later on of, like, I want to protect the realm, I mm-hmm. totally buy that. Yes, yeah, at yeah. At this point. So I really think he was just like, Littlefinger needs to fuck off. Yeah. And he won. 
Yeah, yes. And also Littlefinger's fucking creepy obsession with Catelyn and then Sansa yeah. is kind of what cut him down. Yeah, yes. So yeah. I, That was I, his blind spot. I, yeah. I buy what happens with Littlefinger for the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think... But you're right that this and that fucking chaos is a ladder that's, speech. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to mention. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, it really builds him up. Which is like, you know, that's his character is... Put, like conveying a, a false sense of power and, and danger and stuff like totally. that. Totally. It's the same as Cersei. Yeah. And people like that, you know, but Cersei ended up being the fucking queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because things went her way. But there's there's a number of people whose whole thing is like, I'm the best. Yeah. Ramsay is that. Totally. As well. Everyone, like all of them are kind of that. Mm, mm. Or a lot of them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, so let's do maybe some sealed section questions. Yeah, out of this episode, I'm just trying to think if there was anything in particular, like watching Jamie soften here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ramsey is, like, <laughs> over-the-top weird with this, yeah. like, his game-playing shit. And I know he keeps doing that, but this whole s- fucking weird plan yeah. is so dumb. It doesn't... It, it, it strains credulity. Like, how did he kill those guys? How did he know he was going to kill them all? How did he know Theon wasn't going to get away? Like... What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, not a plotline that I enjoy. I've um, forgotten all of that story with Varys, too. Oh, right. I didn't. I, I always... I remember that being fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, let's maybe let's see. Look at some questions and uh, questions. see if they spark any more discussioners. Um, let's do perhaps this one. Hey guys, this is from Devon. I was wondering if you think season eight will contain huge, shocking deaths like the beginning of the series. Or if there will be more Hollywood fake-outs like the later seasons. There used to be entire storylines that would just end without warning. Mm. But now there are situations like Jamie riding a dragon and getting saved by Bronn at the last second. Riding at a dragon, sorry. And getting saved by Bronn. Yeah, where they go into the water. Um, even the actual deaths like Olena and uh, Littlefinger felt underwhelming. I know the showrunners are off book now, but maybe they have learned something from the backlash. What do we think? I think that in the last season, it's impossible for any death to be shocking. Yeah. Because you're right at the end. I, I agree. And, and like, there's, there's very few deaths in a movie that are mm-hmm. shocking, unless they happen in the first 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, sure, yeah. You know, like, it's just a de- It's, yeah, so I, whoever- or, or, or in the last five minutes. Sure, yeah. So, like, Maybe that. Maybe it's that. Maybe this whole show wraps up and then like fucking everyone dies. It's got like the fucking Star Wars ending. Everyone's lined up, da 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 ba ba, and then just a big slice of their heads comes off. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Everyone died. Everyone's dead. Yeah. No, I don't think anything about this next season will necessarily be shocking. Mm-hmm. There might be one big twist that's like, and the whole time it was this. Yeah. Which with- a lot of people are saying, like, Brands the Night King and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't see how anything could have a huge impact beyond being like, that's a cool way of wrapping that up for this next season. I tend to agree, yeah. I was talking about this at work the other day with my boss, and we were like, yeah, apart from the theories that have already been discussed, which won't be surprises, Mm. how can they pull it out and be a a surprise? They're in a hard spot. The Mm. best they can do is just, yeah, like, wrap it up in a a just... 
satisfying manner. Speaking of wrapping things up in a satisfying <laughs> manner, we're out of time for today, but uh, thank you everyone for listening. Please keep sending your questions in through the email. We'll put the email on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Aria talking to me pod at gmail.com. Yes, Aria talking with a G. No Australianisms yep. there. Um, and yeah, mark, mark it sealed or unsealed or both. Uh, so I can sort through them easier, like I just proved <laughs> I was able to do. <laughs> and yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep sort of leaning on your questions to spark some some sealed section discussion in uh, coming episodes. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you, and goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.